I'm Sandra Ezekwasili, still here. One minute past five at the moment. Is Nigeria's pension system broken? Is Nigeria's pension system broken? There's a whole system intended to... Uh, take care of Nigerians when they retire, right? But we often hear complaints from retirees about what they face from the system. We hear about unpaid or delayed gratuities, for example. We also hear complaints about how much they're receiving, which brings me to our big hard fact for today. According to Pencom, by July of this year, Nigeria's pensions system had 9.4 million enrolled participants and 12.78 trillion naira in pension asset value. Now, if you do the rough math, that comes to about 1.35 million naira per contributor. Now, of course, the idea of a pension fund is that new contributors help pay for old ones. And also, the money increases a bit because of interest. But the math is still useful to indicate on average what a, a, an average contributor can, a, can eventually expect to collect. And later, we're going to get into why that figure is the way it is, what it means for the future of the pension system, and whether anything can be done to grow that number. But for now, first of all, let us talk about the mechanics of the pension system. Because before we can even talk about how much pension uh, people are getting paid, we have to talk about whether the system is paying them effectively and on time. And right now, it seems like a lot of retired government workers are having big problems getting their money out, especially state and local government workers. Last week in Ogun State, retirees protested at the state secretariat in Abiyokuta. Apparently, they've owed uh, a total of um, they've been owed a total of uh, sixty-eight billion naira. Hold on, let me look at that number. Yes, sixty-eight billion naira in gratuities over ten years. During the last election, Governor Dakwa Abiodun promised to clear the backlog. But the retirees are saying that since the election, there's been no progress. They claim that they've written to Governor Abiodun through 13 different channels with no response. They say that their backlog payments in some cases are as low as 3,000 naira a month. They've also met all four paramount rulers in the state to appeal to the government on their behalf. Then they spoke to all security agencies as well. No dice. So finally, last week, they blockaded the secretariat until the SSG, Tokumbo Talabi, spoke with them. And Ogun retirees are not alone. In River State, retired government workers also protested earlier this month. They're claiming that they're owed gratuities since 2012 and monthly pension payments for 10 years. Think about that. Since 2012, since 2012, 300 of them have died without getting their gratuities. So just like their Ogun counterparts, they stormed the state secretariat. Commissioner of Police appealed to them and um, they dispersed. But they said they'll be back. And stories like this are not new. Over and over, we see these protests over unpaid pensions. And that's our first issue today. I remember a very recent BBC documentary uh, done by uh, a friend of mine, a journalist with the BBC, uh, Yemisi. And um, you, you, could, you could see pensioners who would die 
without receiving their pensions. You'd see pensioners who would go to the office. The office would consider them, file them as dead, but they're still alive. And they've been coming there every year to ask them, give me my money. Why are so many Nigerian states owing retirees their pensions? What are the root causes? What do you think can or should be done to ensure that the state governments honor pension obligations? Because I can't wrap my head around it. You work for years and years, 35 at least. The least that the state can do is make sure that you have something to retire on. It's insane to make you wait years to get it. But I also want to hear um, your stories about pensions in Nigeria. Is our pensions system broken? We've got just uh, the number for our female callers, 01465-7190. Everybody can call that number, 01465-7190. If you are abroad, um, give us a call via Skype. Skype is uh, Nigeria Info FM, Nigeria Info FM for our listeners abroad. Of course, if you can't get through via the phone lines, there's always social media. Facebook is Nigeria Info 99.3. You, uh, YouTube is Nigeria Info FM. It's, uh, WhatsApp is 080 959 Hello, thank you for calling us. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name, sir? Yeah, this is uh, Mr. Austin calling from uh, 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 E4 Augustine. Welcome, Mr. Austin. Uh, see, uh, my own uh, issue is uh, the one of power holding since 2013, they collected uh, the the layoff off. Then they promised that uh, the following year, before the following year we end, they will pay the remaining gratuity. Up to today, we have been filing court cases. They go to National Assembly. Up to today, they haven't answered us. I don't know whether you can use your office to call a general to come and answer us. How you go with our money? Please help us. We are crying. Some of us have died without collecting cover. Please help us to call Ajero to come and answer us. Okay. Thank you, ma. Thank you so much for calling us uh, all the way from Ogun State. 7190. That's the number to try. You can also try 01465-7191 and 01465-7192. I told you that the Ogun SSG Tokumbo Talabi met with the protesting retirees and that conversation with Talabi gave us more details about uh, the pension problem in Ogun. Right. And incidentally, our first caller was from Ogun State. Now, first of all, the money that um, they're paying in Ogun isn't being paid through proper channels. Most of these protesters are local government retirees. So legally, their pensions should be processed through and paid by the State Bureau of Local Government Pensions. But instead, the State Ministry of Finance uh, has been handling the payments, which is against the law. The retirees believe that this illegality is also causing a bottleneck in the payments. On the government's part, Talabi explained to the pensioners that lack of funding is the reason why their, 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 their payments are late. 
and he asked them to show patience. And when you talk about a pension fund, there, there can only be two reasons for lack of funds, right? So it's either the funds have been diverted illegally or the funds have run out because the amount of new contributions has generally been less than the amount that they've paid out. So the question is, which of these two reasons is behind the pensions crisis in states like Ogun? Are the state governments diverting pension funds to other things or are the funds themselves simply not viable? And all of that brings us back to our big hard fact. 12.78 trillion naira in pension asset value and 9.4 million contributors. And more contributors are coming. If we want to ensure that there's enough money to pay all of them, we're going to need to increase contributions. And we're going to need to find a way to grow that money in the fund. And we're going to need to uh, find new ways to make sure that no government official can take money that is meant for pensions payment and put it somewhere else. Because we hear about old government pensions the same way we hear about old government salaries. But really, we shouldn't be hearing about either of them. These payments should be automatic. Nobody in government should have the ability to say, um, we won't pay pensions this month because FAC was low. Come on, man. In government finance, we talk about the first-line charges, right? And other mechanisms that are meant to take uh, payment decisions out of the hands of government officials. And yet, we still have this situation where government officials can decide to withhold salaries and pensions or prioritize other expenditure over them. How can this be fixed? Because that's my big question. What can be done to take the decision whether to pay or not to pay pensions or out of the hands of government. Zero one four six five seven one nine zero. Hello, thank you very much for calling us. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name, sir? Turn your radio off. What's your name? Steven. Hello. You're Steven. Hello? Yes, please. I want to complain on yes. the yes. person I'm working with presently. You want to complain about the person you're working with? Hello, Stephen? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I've been working with them now for, for the past uh, five years. Okay. There's nothing like a pension for us. What, what, I don't know what we can do. What organization is that? What organization is that? What's Thank their name? You. What's their name? Oh, sorry about that. Okay. Uh, please, if you can, call back and tell me, you know, what's 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 the name of that organization that isn't paying you pensions because they're actually breaking the law. If an organization is not, uh, um, you know, um, contributing to your pensions, they're breaking the law. 99.3, hello. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. What's your name, sir? Okay, you have Mr. Sam from Ikurudu. Mr. Sam from Ikurudu, welcome. Thank you very much. Go ahead. You're live on the show now. Okay. Thank you. Mm. Uh, thank you very much for this subject that you have brought up for discussion. Mm. Especially with the emphasis on the state. Mm. I will say that for the pensioners, I stand to be corrected. Mm -hmm. This present government, federal government, have been trying so much for the federal pensioners. 
Uh, the case of Nigerian Railway Corporation is a case file of which I retire from there. Okay. Period to this government, railway pensioners have been suffering even when there was oil boom and we sell more oil above the oil price. But in recent time, thank God for one of our leaders who was the union chairman by then, one Mr. Onyeki. He was able to work railway pensioners to the federal government immediately the money comes in. They make sure railway pensioners' salary is available. Though very, very maker. But at this moment that I'm talking to you, the new minimum wage for the pensioners has been implemented in Nigerian Railway Corporation. I stand to be corrected. Okay. For the state, the problem is some of the so-called union leaders. Just like the case of Auguste that you mentioned, when they carry play card and go to the government house, at the end of the day, some of them are settled and they went back to sleep. They will not follow up. But thank to God for a way pensioner, they have always have good leaders who will front their case to the logical conclusion. That is why every month end, before, even before 31st, railway pensioners have collected their salary. So I give kudos to this present government for a pensioner. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much for calling us, uh, Mr. Sam from Ikorodu 99.3. Hello. Hi, Sandra. How are you doing? This is Alex. Alex, welcome. Yeah, I just want to point out some things. Now, I might sound crazy and selfish, but the truth is sometimes I have no sympathy for these pensioners. Okay. And let me tell you why. Why? The system is faulty. The, have you ever been, have you ever witnessed the arrogance of a typical civil servant in their office? They know that the system we run is faulty. They know that what the means of payment and you know administration of remunerations is faulty they are in there they don't do anything about it they are hobnobbing with the politicians they are loving them up and everything right and then suddenly bam the date of retirement comes then the rest of nigerians will be sent you and i you see how we are burning our credits we are worrying now on their behalf mm. meanwhile they were swimming in this in this malfeasance with the politicians all along look i have an uncle i'm talking from experience i have an uncle who recently retired when he was in government my god he was radiant he was living the life he was a big boy by everybody's standard as i speak to you today we pray for him that he's able to survive his retirement do you understand my point Sandra? Yeah, i hope i'm not just ran, ran I, I'm, I'm hearing you mm-hmm. yeah that's why i have no sympathy for them and it's the same thing with the same problem we have with all our government government entire government infrastructure as a whole we are in there and we are enjoying it we know that there is everything wrong with it mm. but they are sitting down there they are comfortable in the meantime because it favors just them they are close close knit circle and then when the problem comes you and i begin to worry on their behalf i have no sympathy whatsoever for them <laughs> alex thank you for calling i wonder if you agree with alex or if you disagree with alex because there's also the problem of how much you know Last week, I brought you the story of police retirees protesting at the National Assembly. Um, They were asking for the police to be removed from the contributory uh, pension scheme. 
partly because they believe the scheme is not paying out well enough for them. And they give us some figures. So a retired police inspector gets an, up, uh, an upfront gratuity of 785,000 naira, 284, uh, 785,284 naira. And they get a monthly pay meant of a monthly payout of 22,000 naira that's for a retired police inspector a retired ASP's monthly payout is 16,000 naira and when we talked about this last week I told you that a big part of this problem is the way that inflation and devaluation affects pensions incidentally we also just um, talked a bit about inflation um, during Madame Landlord when we're talking about the National Housing Fund do you know about that by the way did you miss that conversation I had at 4 o'clock if you missed it you can listen again on our website nigeriainfo.fm or you can listen on Spotify Hard Facts is available on Spotify go ahead and listen there you can also listen on google podcasts on apple podcasts on everywhere at all that you stream your podcasts but yeah um inflation and devaluation affects pensions because pensions are a long-term investment you start paying today you collect it 30 or 35 years from now and like i said last week if you if you told a police officer in 1986 uh, that when he retires he will get 800,000 naira up front 22,000 naira a month in 1986 my guy go they dance my she go they dance you understand because that was huge money back then by the late 90s one dollar was 10 naira so that guy was looking at $2,200 a month. But over the last three decades, the Naira has fallen very badly against the dollar. Also, inflation has eroded the Naira's buying power. Now, what other countries are doing? What other countries um, 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 do about their own inflation and devaluation? Yes, they have to deal with uh, inflation and devaluation. And even if their own is less than our own, they still have to deal with it, right? But what they do is that the pension fund administrators are allowed to invest pension money in different places to grow the money. That's what they're doing. That's how come it's not destroying uh, the value of their pensions. If your pension fund can get returns that are higher than inflation and devaluation combined, it can keep up with the times. If not, it can't keep up with the times. And in Nigeria, pension funds are very limited in what they can invest in. Pencom has a list of allowable investments for pension funds. And basically, they can only put their money in federal and state government bonds, treasury bills, and other securities. They can also put their money in stocks that are traded in the Nigerian market. And then they can also put their money in real estate funds and other funds in the Nigerian market. So basically, our pension funds are limited to investing in Nigerian vehicles. And generally, the Nigerian investment market has not done very well, at least not well enough to grow the pension funds. Which is why you have experts that have been calling for the government to deregulate the pension funds a bit, allow them to invest outside the country, bring in the returns to pay retirees. It's something that we're seeing pension funds in other countries doing more and more of. And then you now look at the 
uh, problem of contributions themselves. Salaries have not kept up with inflation and devaluation. And since pension contributions are a proportion of salaries, it means that pension contributions are not rising fast enough to keep up with the pension funds formula. So it's a big problem. And as a society, we're going to need to figure out very soon if we want the pension system to survive. And this is not just for civil servants now. This is for the rest of us. This is for everyone. How do we solve this problem? <laughs> Should the Nigerian government let pension funds invest outside the country to increase the potential yield for retirees? But even away from that, what's your own pension story? Do you have a pension story? Do you think state governments failing to pay pension arrears is because they cannot uh, uh, pay it? Or do you think it's because they will not pay it? Is it that the funds are not there or the funds are being diverted? Are there mechanisms that can be put in place to prevent them from not paying the pensions when it's time to pay the pensions? That takes it away from their hands. That, that makes it um, not a choice for them. That makes it a, whether they like it or not, they have to pay. Hello, good evening. Sorry about that. 99.3. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name? This is Moses calling back. Actually, mm. I agree. I will, I concur with Alex. Mm. Number one, today now, those people that are giving the pension are trouble, are they not going to refute pension too? That is how they were when in their own time. You see, when you're working under government, you don't think of tomorrow. And that's the problem many people are having. Hello? Yes, I'm here. Hmm? Uh-huh. That's the problem many people are having. They forget tomorrow. You understand? They are just one way. The people suffering those pensioners, the people causing the issues today are the younger ones. Trust me. Are the younger ones that tomorrow too, they will now collect their own pension. Will you now still be shouting for them? They never help the people there. So all this still boils down to one word called love. You see, this love, we don't have it. We There, there are so many hypocrites in this country who don't have love. And that is what affects every little things we do. We never consider the other person. You may be rich today and you may be poor tomorrow. Trust me, it can happen. You understand? All right. Hello? All right, Moses. Thank you very much for calling and sharing that with us. I wish we didn't have to go on a break, but we do. But when we come back, um, we'll take more of your thoughts because I'm sure that um, there are people who want to tow um, Alex's line or disagree with Alex, you know, or even answer my question about how we can ensure that um, the choice is taken away from the hands of the successive state governments, how we can take the power to decide whether they should pay pensions or not and just simply automate the process and make sure that people who um, retire are not left at the mercy of successive governments. I'm Sandra Ezekwasili. This is Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Don't go away. Nigeria Info. Your number one station for talk. Let's talk. 
It's 5.32. Today we're talking about the pension system. Is Nigeria's pension system broken? That's my big question because last week in Ogun State, Richard Rees protested at the state secretariat in Abiyokuta because they've been owed a total of 68 billion in gratuities for over 10 years. And Ogun State is not alone there. I also told you about uh, River State and then I told you about um, other states as well. I mean, this is happening all over the country and my question is why are so many nigerian states owing retirees their pensions what are the root causes what can we do what should be done to ensure that state governments honor pension obligations and what are your pension stories uh, in nigeria do you think our pension system is broken then we also talked about uh, what uh, Tokumbo Talabi said. He's the SSG in Ogun State. And he said that uh, money isn't be- being paid through the proper channels. And that's why they've not been paying pensions. Um, he said that, um, you know, uh, that the, the, it's lack of funding that is the reason why their payments are late. And it made me ask, Omar, why, why is there a lack of funds? Because the only way for there to be lack of funds is either funds have been diverted illegally or funds have run out because not enough new contributions are being made. So which of these two reasons is behind the pensions crisis in states like Ogun? So that was my second question on the show. Are state governments failing to pay uh, because they cannot or because they will not? Are the funds there or are the funds being diverted? Are the funds not there or are they being diverted? Are there mechanisms that can be put in place to prevent fund diversion? 01465 and 01465-7192. Everybody can call that number, not just women. Uh, hello, thanks for calling us. Sandra, sorry, there's something I wanted to add and I forgot. Um, my pension is still with Pencom. Hmm? You What's see, your name? One truth is that... What's your name? Uh, it's Moses. Oh, Moses. Hi, Moses. My pension is still with Pencom. And the truth is that they should give everybody their pension. They should give you their money. They will say until you get to one each. So if I don't if I don't get to fifty something, I won't get the money. That's that's not okay. The money is depreciating every blessed day. If you decide to collect everything, they should give it to you. I don't know why. Seriously, we need to fight about this. You need to. They, they shouldn't hold your money for you. When you want your money, this is your money. You should be able to get it. I don't know this guy who trade that you can't get your own money. Because government say you must get to social aid. That, that, that I don't understand at all. Because by the time you, you'll be able to get the money, the money will be of no use. Okay, Moses, thanks for calling back. 99.3, hello. Sorry about that. Call back if you can. Hello. Yeah, President Sandra. Good to have you on the show, sir. What's your good name? A- good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, this is Christopher. Welcome, Christopher. Thank you very much. I think it's greed and wickedness. You remember there was a time the government was uh, uh, proposing, I'd be suggesting to borrow money from the pension fund, right? You remember? Right. Uh, they, they got the man in Ogun State the same lack of uh, whatever, disbursement or lack of funds. No. And for the police, when you have the this deal with the police, I think on Friday or so, the man, uh, they are protesting. 
Is it not the same police when the pensioners in Cross River were protesting? Is it not the police that they got those old men? It's happening to them today. Now they themselves can't get, they want them to take them out of Pencom or pay, pay, pay whatever. Bell State, even in rivers, people will go for their money, then police will dispatch them. My, my uncle Adar Saba, from Kwale, he had to take transport about uh, uh, 1,002 to go to Asaba. They will chase them out of that place. Now the man is late. The man died in 2018. So people should sit up, do the right thing, because they promise us all these things. Oh, we're going to change the way of doing things. How come we're still in the same system? And everybody pretend as if all is well. Thank you, President Sandra. Thank you, Chris, for calling us. 99.3. Sorry about that. Call back. Hello. 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 Good evening, Sandra. Good evening. What's your name, sir? Adekule from Ikodu. Welcome, Adekule. Yeah, my contribution is that uh, I think uh, many companies, even as the complaint is getting uh, higher and higher, mm-hmm. they are still not remitting pension for some, some of their staff. But that aside, I think going forward, the pension contribution, after some time, maybe it should be disbursed to uh, the contributors. Let's say if you set 35 years of service or maybe 60 years, mm-hmm. after a period of time, Yes, after it a period be, of time. Hmm? So it should be disbursed, whatever it is that you want to use it to do. You can use it to do it. Then you continue, if you are still in service, you continue to contribute. So that the greed of uh, people in charge will not set in, such that they will now be thinking of diverting the fund to do other things. The government coming up to say that there's no fund to pay pensioners is unfunded because these people have labored, they have contributed their sweat to this scheme. So when it's time for them to collect, it shouldn't be a problem. But the way we run things around there, I don't, I don't really understand. They, they, they shouldn't allow this thing to... So people even died without being able to access this fund. So what's the essence in the first place? So after some time, they should allow people to access the fund so they can use it to better their life in whatever way they want to use it. That's my contribution. All right. Thank you very much for calling to contribute. Hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name, sir? Good evening. This is uh, Olamide. Welcome, Olamide. Um, I'm in support of what the last caller said. When it goes to maybe 10 or 15 years, people that are still working, they should be able to access their, their pensions contribution. I believe that there are so much corruption being that's going on in that pension scheme of whatever. And legal and the state government are not even helping matters. Look at what happened during the case of a minor with all the money squandered. And we don't have a good law uh, in place to check out, to check meet all those uh, issues. Uh, he cutted away billions and he was asked to pay maybe 75000 So if you have a, a, a genuine, if you have reasonable government that use law to back up all whatever the uh, uh, discrepancies are going on, people will stop all this nonsense and stop suffering, suffering people. Though the default Three callers, they said that um, maybe some people, whatever they are sown, they are reaping, but they are innocent people that are even uh, uh, going through problems. So one needs to be very careful when one is in office, so that because it, it is so, the table will turn around. That's my own contribution. Thank you very good much for calling to contribute, sir. Good evening. Hello. Yes, good evening, ma. I, I was the one that called earlier, Stephen. Yes, Stephen? 
Yes. What's I complain n- about our company. About your company. You know, what, what's the what's name yes. of your company? It's Evergreen. Evergreen. Protective e- service. Evergreen. What do they do? It's a security company. Security company. Okay. Yes. And your contract um, sta- states that they will pay you pensions. Yes. Hello. I, that's what I know. That's what. That's what I don't know. But uh, are they like, are they uh, deducting the pension from your salary? Yes, they are. The actual money they're supposed to pay us, they are not paying us. They're so de- we assume that uh, we have even complained to them. They say we should come. To, uh, we should, they, they they say we should register uh, with a particular uh, pension company, which we did, yes. but they did not come. But they're still not paying the. Okay, so what yes. you can do is write an email to EFCC. Okay. That's what you do. So write an email to EFCC because I mean they, it, it's a crime if you if your company is not remitting your your pension, um, they are they are they are committing fraud. It's a crime at the moment. It's illegal to not pay to not contribute to the pensions, right? So write an email okay. to the EFCC, blow the whistle on them, and um, I mean that should change hopefully. Okay, thank you. He laughs. Why is he laughing? <laughs> 99.3, hello. Good evening, one small Sandra. Good evening. I don't know how you're doing it. What's your name, sir? My name is David from uh, Ibeshoriade. Welcome, David. Yeah. Do you know the reason why they are not willing to invest uh, the contribution of pension uh, outside Nigeria? Why? You don't? I don't. Uh, because we have to find out why they are not willing. Oh, I then thought. If I, I, eventually I, I, they okay. are doing that, mm-hmm. then uh, whatever gain the investors are getting, we, the owner of the funds, have to share with them. It's not that they will just going to be using us to make money. Hello? I'm here. I'm listening. Huh? Uh-huh. So it should, it should be planned like that. Because if they go to, what do they call it, this forest market, where they get all this hard currency, mm-hmm. it's, a good, it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, at the same time, they, they, should be, they should be work out that uh, if it is 50-50, whatever, whatever gain they are getting from there will be shared with uh, the owners of the money. That's my, my, my own way of looking at it. All right. Thank you very much for calling. Well, that's a that's a good point. I mean, and it's a point that experts have been making for a while now, right? So allow for these pensions to be uh, invested abroad. There's a reluctance on on the part of the Nigerian state and regulators really to allow these pensions go out. But conversations are ongoing. The last time I had uh, an official from uh, the one of the pension administrators on the show with us, he, he mentioned that conversations are ongoing to allow for the pension administrators um, to invest in um, assets outside of Nigeria that could help keep the, the, the pension you receive at the end of the day stable or at par with what inflation and devaluation has done. So hopefully it happens before it's our turn to take pensions. 99.3, hello. Hello. Thank you for calling. What's your name? Hello. My name is Abubakar. Abubakar, welcome. Yeah. You're talking to Sandra. Go ahead. You're live on the show. Oh, oh okay, Sandra. <laughs> Hi. Uh, please, uh, it's regarding this uh, pension stock. Mm-hmm. Me, I'm tired. I'm tired. Okay. 
I, I, I feel it's high time for government to just allow people, even if it's 1,000 naira you save in, you have in your pension, if you want to have it, they should just let you go with your money. Because a lot of people have gone through stress with this pension stuff. And people are... Oh, Abubakar, if you can, please call back, okay? If you can, please call back, because I really want to hear your thoughts on the subject. 99.3, hello? Hi, Sandra. How are you? What's your name, ma'am? Um, Victoria. Vic- Victoria, welcome. Go ahead. Uh, Victoria, this pension thing, eh? Mm. I've worked for 16 years. Okay. And this, now my landlord just increased my rent to 1 million. Ah. Can you can allow me to access this uh, pension money? Mm. I will go and put something small on my land. Eh? How can I work? You are not even sure if the person will live up to that age. Nobody is praying that somebody will eat the fruit of their labor now. I mean, if we have worked for more than 10 years, at least 10 years, let them give us 50%. Where I need money now to do maybe you do my father on my land. Eh? Rather than paying one billion to one landlord. Okay, get us back, government. Thank you. All right, Victoria. I mean, but there's also the value of because um, when you're not when you're unable to work, people expect that you're retired by the time you're say 60, 55, 60. Most people at 60, they can't do any work anymore. And that money is supposed to sustain you, help you be alive, help you stay alive until you pass on because the expectation is, you know, you are uh, a bit too old to like be doing any valuable work except of course you have you know some business that is is uh keeping you um uh financially stable right so the i see the logic for you know waiting until that age before they start to give it to you and even if you're not there you have your nest of kin your nest of kin can have access to your pension if of course um you have a pension fund administrator that is um not a wuru wuru one. It's so complicated. It, it really is so complicated. And a lot of it is down to us as, as a people, you know, and how we are with each other. Because the laws are lax. People are not held accountable. And so it gives people who are ordinarily um, uh, of questionable character, it gives them room to uh, manipulate the loopholes. You know, so something that's supposed to be great, something that works very well in every other country, it comes here and it, it gets K-leg. <laughs> it's disheartening. Hello. 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 Thank you for calling. Hello. Good, good evening. Good evening. What's your name? My name is Ade from uh, Barnet. Welcome, Ade. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Go ahead. Okay. Anyway, for on my own part, I think I went to my pension office today. I, I have an issue. Um, unfortunately for me, I have two pension accounts. So my colleague in office now advised me that, that I need to merge those uh, accounts together. But when I, when I, where I work initially, yeah, those when the, those pension uh, officer came, they convinced me. They loaned me that I must have a, a pension, another pension uh, account. But later on, I now find out that uh, it's, it's not workable for me to have two pensions because I first work in an organization where we have a pension. Uh, they open a pension account, account for you. That's right. So to my main surprise, now I now went to lodge a complaint. Hopefully, hoping that uh, my um, the other account is going to be made. Mm. 
But to my surprise now, it's still not being processed. And I want to know if um, any procedure or any way out, any way out about it. Have you contacted? Secondly, have you contacted? Have you use the pension fund to get a loan from the bank if it will be workable? I think it will be good for Nigerians, other than all these present and all these. Um, Problem they are stressing all the pressure now. Um, have you? Uh, thank you, Sandra. Okay, thank you very much. I mean, I did have questions that I, I had to ask, but he has to be on the line for me to ask those questions. So some of those questions include: number one, has he spoken uh, with the HR in, in his organization? Number two, um, has he tried to get in touch with the pension fund administrators themselves? Because my pension fund administrator has like emails and phone numbers that you can call, and they're on hand to answer any questions that you may have. Um, uh, if you work in an organization and they're not paying your pension, they're not remitting your pension even though they're deducting it from your salary, please send an email to info at pencom.gov.ng info at pencom dot gov dot ng you can do it anonymously, you can create a new email simply specifically to do this info at pencom .gov.ng and then of course you can uh, CC the EFCC uh, with that email there the thing about these people is even if, um, if even if there's some uh, what's the word I'm looking for even if they say oh please we need you to I don't even think that's going to happen I think what most likely happens is that you try to shake down your organization so your organization feels that it's cheaper to pay the pensions than to actually pay bribes right so you're not the one who's going to be made to give mobilization money or any of those nonsense that happens um, you know when you need government agencies to step in and do their jobs right so info at pencom.gov.ng also send an email uh, copying the EFCC as well. Um, EFCC, hold on, let me try and see if I have their email address. Hold on, I'm trying to see if I, if I have their email address in front of me. Um, Google is trying to make me do captures. So hold on, let me just keep taking calls and then I'll see that information again. Hello. Hello. Hello, Sandra. Yes, thanks for calling. Hello? Yes, thanks for calling. Yeah, my name is David. I'm calling Flecky. David, welcome. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I'm just hearing about your pension scheme. Mm -hmm. And I want to really know the difference between the cooperative and the pension scheme. Because uh, maybe uh, if, you are, if, you are, if you are working in a company and you are putting money on cooperative, mm. when they pay cooperative, uh, uh, are, they, are they not going to pay you the pension or just that that's the end? Cooperative is your cooperative is your personal business. Your pension scheme is your organization's uh, obligation to you uh, when you retire from that place of work. So, so your 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 pension scheme is coming out of your salary. It's like a small savings that goes into your salary that you use at the end of your service, as at the end of your time as a professional. I think the cooperatives it goes round now. When it's your turn, you collect, Abby. 
Okay, 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 uh, okay. Yeah, though, that one is different. Okay. It's very different from pensions. Um, all right. We've got like three minutes before we have to wrap the show. And I think there's time for me to at least give somebody 10 grand, right? So 10,000 naira um, to one lucky person. Who's that lucky person going to be? You just need to answer as many questions as possible, as quickly as possible. And that's how you win. It's very simple. It's very straightforward. Just call, be the highest winner for the day and win. 